0: Drive away, and then took an exploratory walk through the three tiny rooms of her new home. She poked her head in the bathroom. It was worn, but clean. nothing a coat of paint couldn't fix. She turned on the tap in the tub and pulled the lever to start the shower. The pressure was okay, and the water came out nice and warm. Oh, the toilet flushed, one less worry. She wandered into the kitchen and opened a cupboard. There was a stack of plates and bowls and a few glasses and mugs. She pulled open a couple of drawers and found a tray of cutlery and some other useful cooking implements. Under the sink was a bottle of dish soap and a few dishcloths, another thing she wouldn't have to sort out. Nina poured herself a glass of orange juice from the carton pansy had left, pushed open the screen door and stepped onto the veranda. She slipped off her sandals and jacket and rolled up the cuffs of her jeans, then stepped down onto the sand. It felt divine under the soles of her feet and between her toes, like a mini massage. A narrow sandy path through low dunes covered in cocoa plum bushes led to the beach about 20 feet away. It was shaded in places by towering palms that dwarfed the cottage. Nina picked her way along the path, onto the beach, and down to the water's edge. She walked into the gentle surf. The water was crystal clear and unexpectedly warm. In the shallows, tiny fish darted about in schools. The tide was going out, The water had receded out into the bay, uncovering inviting white sandbars in stripes and swirls. Way, way out, she could see a fisherman standing thigh deep on the flats, casting a fly rod. There wasn't another soul on the beach. To her right, the sand made a long, sweeping curve out to a point of land, jutting out into the water about 500 yards from where she stood. At the tip of the rocky point was a wooden deck with a ring of Adirondack chairs on it. About a hundred yards back from the deck, Nina could see the white rooftops of several small buildings otherwise hidden from view by green foliage. A sandy path emerged from the vegetation onto the beach, where three or four motorboats were pulled up onto the sand. Oh, that must be the fishing lodge, thought Nina. She swiveled her head and looked left down the beach, back toward the town center. It looked like she'd be able to walk right into town along the beach. About half a mile away, she could see the big town wharf that sat behind the police station, the marina bristling with the masts of a few dozen sailboats and fishing boats. A few larger yachts were tied to moorings farther out in the harbor. A couple of other wooden piers poked out into the water with small boats tied up to them. Based on the collection of colorful umbrellas and picnic tables on a wide wooden deck on stilts in the sand near the water, Nina guessed it was a bar. To her left, her nearest neighbor was about a 100 feet away, a modern bungalow painted periwinkle blue with a hot tub on the deck. There was a Boston whaler moored out front, but no sign that anyone was home. She guessed it was a vacation home. She turned and made her way back up the sandy path to the cottage, thinking she would unpack and maybe have a shower. Just as she stepped up onto the veranda, Nina heard a loud knock on her front door, followed by, Yoo-hoo, mailman. Looking back through the tiny house, she could make out the silhouette of a man on the other side of the screen door and a red golf cart parked in the lane behind him. She walked the ten steps back through the house and opened the front door. A man in his mid-twenties stood at the door, dressed in navy blue Bermuda shorts and a crisp white short sleeve shirt with a pineapple crest on the breast pocket. He was deeply tanned with shaggy dark brown hair. A long lock of it fell over one eye. Around his wrists, he wore a collection of colorful but faded woven friendship bracelets and leather laces strung with silver beads. He stuck out his hand, and Nina shook it. Hiya, he said. Dave Jensen, Pineapple Key Postal Service. Everyone calls me Danish. Hello, Nina Spark. I've got a letter for you. He handed her a large cardboard envelope with a registered mail sticker on it. Thanks, said Nina. Nice to meet you. She turned and started back toward the kitchen table, reading the return address as she walked. It was from Catherine, the features editor at a magazine she sometimes worked for. To her surprise, mailman Dave Danish Jensen followed her. So you're the one who bought Miss Rose's house, he said. I'm the one, said Nina. She was one sharp old doll, he said. Pretty free and easy with the love life advice, too. Especially for someone who was about 100 and watched cooking shows and reruns of Columbo every night. And she wasn't always 100. I imagine she experienced...